Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program, everybody. We are delighted that you could join us, taking time out of your day um, to go through God's Word. Um, If you are new to Shouts of Grace, we want to welcome you, and we want to let you know that at Shouts of Grace, what we do is we um, we take topics, we take Scripture, and we apply a biblical worldview for answers to real life. Um, And so if you are new and you want to catch up on past broadcasts, I believe we have 112, 113 past broadcasts, and you can go to shoutsofgraceradio.com, and there you can get a whole host of topics as well as just some uh, expounding on, on certain scriptures as well. And if you are a return listener, uh, we want to thank you for your support and encourage you um, to continue to live out the gospel in your day-to-day life. It is the gospel of grace that has the most profound impact on a person's life. And we also want to give a shout-out to Key Radio here in Provo, Utah, for the use of their uh, their studios. If you are a return listener or you're new, either way, um, you, if, if you're a return, I should say, you'll know that one, one of the things that we're doing is we um, we have different pastors from around the country that are friends of mine, and we have them call in, and, and we have them as guests on the show, and we go through uh, God's Word or go through the topic, um, as well as um, having a, a, another guest um, who's one of the elders at Redemption Hill Church, Pastor Joe Funicello, who's in the studio. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank good. you, Pastor Steve. Good, good. Um, today, um, on the phone, I have a good friend of mine. Um, gosh, I've, I've known him for about a year and a half now. We went to Cuba together, Pastor Thomas Powell. How are you? my man i am great how are you guys i am doing well i'm doing well tell, tell the listeners what church you pastor and how long have you been pastoring i am being i am blessed to be pastoring calvary chapel of virginia beach right here in the great commonwealth of virginia i have been there now 21 years wow wow been a great ride a transplant from california like wow. you guys and not one problem in 21 years right Oh boy! (laughs) Just great, great, smooth waters, man. That's awesome. Oh, we wish, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, listen. Today, um, what what I want to talk about is is I want to talk about something that that's that's pretty dear to my heart. In fact, I think it's it's dear to most people's heart, particularly those in in ministry. Um, you know, and and that simply is, um, Thomas. In today's world, we have a lot of voices that are speaking to people. Um, about truth, um, wanting devotees to to their to their um, to their particular way or their particular doctrine or church or whatever, um, we have less and less people building God's kingdom and more and more people building their own kingdom, um, and 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 that's not, of course, anything new um, as we're going to see in this text. But what I want to do is is I want to kind of push. Uh, put, push this boat off the dock and then, and then let you kind of uh, give us the wind to, to set sails here. Um, in Jeremiah 23, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting time. It's, it's just preceding.
taking what we would know as as Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian judgment that will come in and, and take the nation of Israel captive for 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 a number of years. Um, and Jeremiah is the prophet just before, during, and then of course after that as well. But but he's talking about um, something that's that's very prevalent in the reason the judgment is coming. Um, and he's talking about a deception that that people have bought into. And in verse 16 of Jeremiah 23, it says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you, filling you with vain hopes. They speak visions of their own mind, not from the mouth of the Lord. They say continually to those who despise the word of the Lord, it shall be well with you. And to everyone who stubbornly follows his own heart, they say, no disaster shall come upon you. For who among them has stood in the counsel of the Lord to see and to hear his word? Or who has paid attention to his word and listened? Thomas, this is a tragedy of epic proportions. The people that are supposed to be representing God, who are supposed to be leading people to the Lord, speaking for the Lord, have departed and aren't hearing from God themselves. And the people become the victims. Talk about that and how prevalent that is in our day and and what that does um, to God's heart. Oh, yes, it is so prevalent to today. Gosh, I tell you, Steve, um, we, we know we're in the last days. And, and in the last days, deception is release, deceiving from the enemy, from the devil. And one of the greatest ways he deceives is truth, is, is altering the truth. Um, and he did that all the way back in Genesis when he told Adam and Eve, you sure not surely die. And that was a lie. <laughs> they, hmm. they would die if they ate. And so we have today, like you said, it, it's happening today. Um, this word here, Jeremiah 23, is yes, it's, it's for the people, but it's also for us who speak for God, hmm. us who, who minister his word, that there needs to be the seriousness of ministry. There needs to be the examination of our hearts. Because we have, we've been duped, and we've seen it probably in the last maybe 30, 40 years, where there's been a, a backing off from telling the truth in the name of a, a superficial grace, I guess. Or, Why do you think that is, Thomas? Called danger. I, I think, I think we, we just got away from trusting God's truth entirely. You know, David said, your word in, in its entirety is truth. Jesus even said that when he prayed, you know, your word is truth. Okay. Hmm. Um, we backed off because I think maybe one of the reasons Steve would be is that we, we, we're trying to identify. We're trying to relate to a world that we're not called to identify with them. We're called to bring them in. And so when we when we get in the pulpit or we get on a platform, um, being able to relate, identify has been been something that's been been done uh, real quickly. Um, I think about Jeremiah fifteen nineteen, where God tells Jeremiah, from now on, don't go to them. Let them come to you. 
Now, this isn't a slam to tell Jeremiah he's not to go out and evangelize. But I think it has everything to do with the very fact is, Jeremiah, you, you weren't called to relate to them. They mm. were called to come and relate to the truth that I'm giving you to speak. Mm. Mm. Pa- pa- Pastor Joe, Thomas brings up um, something very interesting, you know, that when we bring the word of God, it, it, it sometimes brings some difficult things to people's ears, doesn't it? Yes, it, yes, it does. It, uh, you know, it really does divide and it really brings to light those things that either may be hidden or those things that, uh, you know, people may hold to as truths and the word of God clearly shows that that's not the case. And so it does, it does create, of course, but it, it creates a conflict. It creates issues. But of course, those are issues. Uh, those are good issues. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think in Matthew 23, when Jesus says, um, you know, talking to the people, he says, look, look at the Pharisees. They, you know, <laughs> do everything that they say, just don't do what they do. He says, for they love the chief seats in the synagogue. He says, they love the praises of men. And, and when that type of thing gets into a position of authority or into the pulpit, watch out. Now, now, Pastor Thomas, um, just a few verses earlier in Jeremiah 23. Um, there's something interesting. In, in verse 13, it says, In the prophets of Samaria, I saw an unsavior thing. That means an empty, a foolish thing. They prophesied by Baal, and they led my people Israel astray. But in the prophets of Jerusalem, I have seen a horrible thing or a dreadfully fearful thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies or stealth. They strengthen the hands of evildoers so that no one turns from his evil. Thomas, talk about this. You know, we are only able, uh, what comes out of our life, particularly as, as leaders or pastors, but what comes out of our lives as a Christian is always indicative of what's happening in private, is it not? Oh, yes, I agree. Totally. I, I believe that. I believe what Paul said to the Bible is that we are called to a high call, an upward call of God, a standard, a standard that's set differently than what our flesh or what society or what the culture that is without God would, would set. Um, and to be able to to by grace <laughs> and with the Holy Spirit's help to maintain a standard of living calling for that standard, like Joe was talking about, we're, we're to call for that standard. We're also to present that standard no different than, I guess, like kind of like Nehemiah on the wall. He was there with them, but yet he was there also in a higher standard, a standard that they were to come up to. Hmm. Yeah, and, and I think I think as Christians, Pastor Joe, it's it's you know if the Holy Spirit is leading us, and we talked about this in past episodes, if the Holy Spirit's leading us, then He is manufacturing in us the character of God, right? Yeah. He He doesn't He doesn't pound that out necessarily in public, but He pounds it out in private, does He not? He pounds it out in how we relate to Him in search in situations and and so forth, and so and so if what's coming out of me is is this strengthening the hands of evildoers is is committing adultery walking in stealth is what he's saying if that's what's coming out of me what does that say about a person's private life with god well of course their their private life is is uh, in, in shambles you know out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and mm-hmm. you will see the fruit of what 
your heart is our mind is dwelling on you know and and i think that as as christian leaders or just as christians are not only time spending time in the word of god and allowing it to speak and correct us but spending time before him and allow him as we have our prayer time and we go before him and talk to him about issues allow him to talk to us about things in our own life and it and it it causes it it, it allows things to line up and uh and then then hopefully you're actually not being deceived but you're seeing yourself correctly through the lens of his scripture and through his own heart and 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 what he desires to do in your life and so you you really come to a place like oh man i am fully dependent on you and i need you yeah. completely throughout all this so anyway yeah amen hey listen i want to i want to continue this conversation on the other side of the break because it's the last part of of these verses um that that really get heavy uh you're listening to shouts of grace we'll be right back you're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Before the break, uh, we were really kind of just having a discussion out of Jeremiah 23 and just talking about um, uh, just this idea that, that people that come, you can call Christians, uh, church leaders, who, if, if, if you're a believer, this applies, that this idea that, um, that, that we would come representing God, but, but filling people with something other than the Word of God, that we represent really ourselves and we just wrap it or cloak it in our, in our, in our Christianity and how, how detrimental that is um, to, to, to people. Um, Pastor Thomas, I, I want to move on now to, chapter, uh, to 20, chapter 23, but verse 21, because God now weighs in on this, and he talks about this. He says, I did not send the prophets, yet they ran. I did not speak to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, then they would have proclaimed my words to my people, and they would have turned them from their evil ways and from their evil of their deeds. Pastor Thomas, how do we know just because a person says, well, this is from God, I have a word of God from you. Somebody comes up and says, I have a word of God from you. Or maybe a pastor teaches something. How do we know that God hasn't sent them? Or how do we know that God has sent them? Because there's a lot of, a, lot of you know, contending voices for people's hearts. Great question. I believe the first thing is, is that they would give a clear testimony of Jesus Christ and his word. Hmm. Um they, they, the, the word of God won't be contradicted. Um, we're seeing that today. The church, many parts of the church has given in to accepting uh, things beyond what Scripture says. I, I've heard ministers say stuff like, oh, you know what? You, you can't put God in a box. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, you can. The box of his word you know, <laughs> is truth. Amen. Yeah, let's do that. You know what I'm mm. saying? Um, God said himself, I have exalted, I've lifted my word above my, my very name. And that's amazing. So, so number one would be the, the, the word of the Lord. And just like Pastor Joe was saying, we, we got to be in the word and the word has to be in us. And the second one is, I believe, the second one without question is there has to be an affirmation of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The church today has the Holy Spirit that will give us a 
give us the, the gift of discernment, the, a discernment to be able to, to, to call out something that's not there, to, mm-hmm. to, to be able to say something that is there and validate this truth. I love that. I love that. Um, Pastor Joe, it, it, he goes on to say, and this is the real core now of, of, what, of what the conversation is about here. Um, he says in verse 23, Am I a God at hand, declares the Lord? Am I not a God far away? Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him? So he's talking to these pastors or these priests that were living in stealth, thinking that somehow God didn't see them. And God says, I see it all. Um, And then he says, um, verse 25, I have heard what the prophets have said. You didn't, you didn't, you weren't having conversations without me there, right? I was there when Miriam and Aaron were talking smack about Moses, right? I was there. I, I heard it all. I have dream. Um, he says, I have heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name saying, I have dreamed. I have dreamed. How long shall their lies be in the hearts of these prophets who prophesy lies, who prophesy the deceit of their own heart, who think to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let him who has my word speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with wheat, declares the Lord, is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Therefore, he says, I'm against the prophets. Pastor Joe, how important is the word of God in discerning the voice of God? Well, you, of course, uh, just like Thomas said, it is everything. You know, Paul talked about in Galatians that deceivers would come in, and he was he was concerned about that. And um, if we use the Word of God to discern those things that uh, either we have in our own thoughts, or somebody has given to us, or somebody's out there teaching, we 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 bring it into the, the light of the Word of God and hold it to that standard, we're on safe ground. And it is that place that uh, God uses not only to speak to our own lives, but to show us clearly exactly what it is that we need to receive and then those things we need to reject. Yeah, amen. Thomas, he says in verse 32, Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares the Lord, and who tell them and lead my people astray by their lies and their recklessness when I did not send them or charge them. And so so his his allegations against those who say they represent him, be it a priest or be it a common Christian, if you will, on the street, is you and I aren't talking. Therefore, how can you tell people what I'm saying? Right? So 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 let's dive into that. I mean, how important is it and how do I nurture and culture a relationship with God so that I'm not lying to people and telling them my mind and my dreams and my version of reality? What a, what a great chapter you chose. <laughs> look, at, look at verse 22. I mean, this, this is like, this is Bible college over again. <laughs> Ministry prep <laughs> happening again. Look at verse 22 where, where he says this. If they had stood in my counsel... Mm. I pray that every every person that stands in a position to be an oracle of God, that we all would stand first in the counsel of the Lord to to be able to be assured of that what we speak, what we're deriving our truth from his scripture is of 
the Lord. Paul said this. Paul said, I serve God with a pure heart. Oh, that we all would would have a holy reverence, man, a holy Mm. fear before we just mouth off from from the pulpit or Mm. or, or in any setting, a home setting or it doesn't have you don't have to be a minister or a pastor, anyone that's communicating God's truth. How how does a person stand in the counsel of God, though? I, I think it comes to that point of prayer that we brought up. It's a point of it's a point of prayer. It's a point of of, of man asking God to fill us because we're an empty vessel. I I think no. we need to really come to the realization we don't have anything. I I like reading about the preachers of old, and I'm thinking about one now who was doing a revival service in New York, and it was past time for them to start. And, and he was out in the woods on his knees, just spread out. And the guy who was conducting the meeting went and tapped him on the shoulder and said, sir, um, we're late. The people are ready. And he looked back at him and said, but I ain't ready. <laughs> and he kept praying. That's awesome. Till he got filled with the Holy Spirit. Till he felt that confidence enough and that surety enough <laughs> to be that oracle of God, to be that vessel of honor yeah. that God has called us to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Pa- Pastor Joe, in the last couple of minutes that we have here, if, if you summarize all this, really what God has against these people is they are not telling the people what they need to hear. They're telling them everything's okay when it's not okay, right? And and, and I my fear today is that people are not being told what they need to hear, right, in yes. in reference to the gospel, because everybody wants to make everybody happy, and people want big churches and cool happening things, but, but the kingdom of God is built a certain way, and it's built off the gospel, and the gospel— brings an it brings an undeniable fact to the sinner something that they need to hear it will be painful it will hurt them but it is meant to heal them the healing comes after the hurt and if you don't hurt them with the gospel you can't heal them what do i mean by that how come people don't tell people what they need and what is it people need to hear well you know what of course what he's talking about to these false prophets is they know what the people want to hear but they don't want to give them what they need to hear Hmm. and of course they're not doing uh verse 22 themselves they're not standing as counsel and they're not listening the people need to hear just the word of god and just what god lays upon who's ever teaching uh on their hearts that what is true what is right and when you talk about the gospel it separates that line it says you need to put your trust in Jesus Christ, and by faith, God will save you. Awesome. Hey, Thomas, uh, we got about 30 seconds left. Um, tell me, um, what would you recommend to the listener who is contemplating putting their trust in Christ? How would they do that? In 30 seconds, how would you share the gospel with them? God loves you so much, and because he loves you so much and does love you so much, he sent Jesus Christ to take your place in punishment for your sins. Mm. Amen. And you and, and you need to believe in that. You you accept that. The Bible even says Amen. you receive that. Amen. So receive Jesus as Savior, knowing your sins are forgiven in him. 
Amen. Amen. And hey, listen, if you want to do that, we would love to be a part of that. You can um, you can go on to uh, shoutsofgraceradio.com and um, send us an email, and we'd love to walk with you through that. If you don't have a church, a uh, home church, we'd love to see you at Redemption Hill Church um, there in Saratoga Springs. Hey, we're out of time for this episode. Uh, Thomas, thank you, brother, for being on. Love you, man. Thank you for having me, guys. All God right. Bless you. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of